0: Good morning. Good morning. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. <laughs> Christ is risen. Hallelujah. All Let us look to the Lord in prayer. The Lord be with you. And also. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we praise you for this beautiful spring day in your creation. We thank you for the gift of each other, the ability to walk with each other and share our lives together. Uh, We thank you that oftentimes, even though we feel alone, we are never alone, for we have you, your Holy Spirit, and the gift of each other. We thank you for this opportunity to gather once again to worship you in spirit and in truth. We are so excited that you rose from the grave, that you conquered sin, death, and the devil once for all time, for all people everywhere. We are so glad to be counted in that number. Uh, And now we confess to you, Lord, that even though your tomb was empty, there are parts of our lives that are still entombed. And so we ask that you would speak a word of life and hope and promise to us this morning in those very particular ways which nobody else knows about but wherein we are bound by fear and anxiety and depression. Speak to us, Lord, for your servants are listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My sermon text for this morning is the resurrection account found in Luke's gospel, Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Uh, My sermon title for today is Saving the Sheet Music. Saving the Sheet Music. There was a very famous folk rock song way back in the early 1970s entitled American Pie by Don McLean, a song ranked actually number five in the songs of the century by the Recording Industry Association of America. Most people, if they know it, they know it by the refrain. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. It's got some quality lyrics and a catchy tune, to say the least. Uh, Many of us are smiling and know it. Others of us who are younger are looking around confused. (laughs) American Pie is a song of lament, actually. Grieving and mourning the death of rock and roll pioneer Buddy Holly in a plane crash. The last verse, which is sung in a very melancholy manner indeed, says, I met a girl who sang the blues, and I asked her for some happy news. But she just smiled and turned away. I went down to the sacred store where I'd heard the music years before. But the man there said the music wouldn't play. In the streets, the children screamed. The lovers cried and the poets dreamed. Not a word was spoken. The church bells all were broken. And the three men I admire the most. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. They caught the last train for the coast. The day. The music died. That's a poignant phrase, isn't it? The day the music died. What do you do when the music dies? What do you do when a relationship ends? When a parent, or child, or spouse dies? When an education doesn't qualify you like you thought it would, when a good job unceremoniously ends, when depression sets in and hope dies, what do you do when the church bells all are broken? The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost catch the last train out of town, when God Himself seems to be or is absent. What do you do when it's Easter Sunday morning and you really don't feel like going to church? When the beautiful suits and dresses and fragrant lilies don't really match what you are feeling inside? When you're just numbly going through the motions, often at the request of somebody else so that they won't be disappointed. But your heart is not really in it. You expect no real change, no transformation. And after all, you have heard the story a thousand times. The music died a while back. And it's still dead today, Easter Sunday morning or not. So what do you do, I mean really do, when the music dies? You bury it. And you go back to the tomb. Where you buried it. And you take spices and ointment. In order to prevent and delay decomposition. For as long as possible. That's what Mary Magdalene. Joanna. Mary the mother of James. And the other women with them. quote unquote, Are doing in this morning's text. Their music. Has died. Their tune started up in Galilee and wound down in Jerusalem. Their harmony was baptized in the River Jordan, transfigured on Mount Tabor and crucified on Calvary's cross. Their melody preached God's kingdom and taught in parables. Their rhythm forgave sinners, cleansed lepers, exercised demons, made the lame to walk. Restored sight and hearing to the blind and deaf. Welcomed the outcast and raised the dead. Their beat loved unconditionally fed the multitudes washed their feet, taught them how to pray, embraced children and instituted the Lord's Supper. Their chorus, refrain and stanza, their Gregorian chant, doo-wop and hip-hop, their classical jazz and country western, their full note, half note, quarter note, flat note, sharp note, who embodied justice and truth and mercy and kindness and compassion had died two days earlier. And like anything that dies, You bury it in a tomb and you return later to anoint it with spices and ointment to prevent hasty decomposition. Jesus' body is going to decompose anyway over the long haul. That's the nature of death. But they come to anoint him so that it won't happen too quickly. That's interesting that we do that as human beings, isn't it? We go to the site of death to anoint what is already dead so that it won't fade so quickly. So that there will remain for a time anyway a tangible sign of what once was. It's an understandable gesture of grief and mourning to try to prop up and preserve in any way possible that which has been lost to death. We all do it. If in fact the music has died and won't play anymore, you can best believe I'm going to save the sheet music. That is, the pages on which the notes are written, maybe I'll frame it to preserve it so I'll always have the memory of it. Does anyone in here this morning know what that's like? Something in your life has died. And all you know to do is to return to the tomb and do anything you can to preserve any element of it that you can. What do you do when the music dies? You go to where you buried it. and You do the only thing you can think of to honor it and preserve the memory you anoint. It. verse 5 is unique to Luke's gospel only here not in Matthew, Mark or John do the angels tell the grieving and dutiful women this resonant phrase the older translation says why seek ye the living among the dead what we're all really looking for my friends it is life we're looking for life Love, joy, and peace. But we're looking in the wrong place. We're looking for those things. But we're looking in a tomb. We're looking for hope in a place of despair. In an act of desperation. We're looking for a fresh start in a dead end with artificial preservatives. We're looking for the divine. In a demonic place with the best of intentions. Why seek ye the living among the dead? Part of the wisdom that Luke imparts with his pen, I believe, is that we frequently seek Jesus where he is not. And have to be corrected and guided by rhetorical questions. When Jesus is left behind by his family in Jerusalem as a 12-year-old, for example... His family searches for him for three days, (laughs) three days before they find him in the temple where he says to them, did you not know that I must be in my father's house? They are looking for him everywhere but where he is, ensuring that they don't find him for days. Herein, these women who are trying to do the right thing, the only thing they know how, are asked, why do you seek the living among the dead? And finally, when a resurrected Jesus ascends to heaven in Acts chapter 1 verse 11, two angels also appear there and ask the disciples, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking and gawking up into heaven? This Jesus who was just now taken up from you will come in the same way as you saw him depart. It seems as if Luke is constantly challenging us that we are looking for the right thing, but in the wrong places. We look for Jesus around the city, but he's in the temple. We look for him in the tomb, but he's resurrected. We look for him in the sky and in the heavens, but now he resides in the least of these among us, the broken, the poor, the lonely, and the needy right by our side. We look to the left, but he's to the right. We look to the right, but he's to the left. We look down, but he's up. We look up, but he's down. He's always going on ahead of us, always in a place ahead of us, preparing a way for us. So do not despair, my friends. If you cannot find Jesus, he is real. He is alive. He is resurrected. He is just... Elsewhere than in the tomb wherein we are currently seeking preservation. He is not here, verse 5 continues, decisively, but has risen. That's the good news, my friends. That's the gospel. He is not here where you and I are in a tomb. But he has risen. Verses 6 and 8 are also unique to Luke's gospel. Remember, remember how he told you that the Son of Man must be handed over, crucified, and on the third day rise. Then they remembered, remembered his words. The concept of memory enters here for the first time. They've heard all this before. Because Jesus had previously predicted all of it. So why did they not remember? Did they simply forget? Perhaps. Or did they intentionally ignore this particular prophecy. Since it wasn't too palatable to them at the time. Perhaps. Nevertheless it had been said. It had been prophesied. And now it's come true. And now finally they remember. I remember once hearing. All things work together for good. Unto them that love the Lord. But I forgot. Because it's so hard to remember here in my own tomb. I remember once hearing, Count it all joy when you meet various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, but I forgot because I'm so focused on my ointment and spices trying to preserve a bygone memory. I remember once hearing, We rejoice in our sufferings because suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. But I forgot because it's so damp and dark and dank in this tomb. I remember once hearing, if you would be my disciples, deny yourself, pick up your own cross and follow me. I remember hearing if you gain your life, well, then you've lost it. But if you lose your life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel, then you have gained it. I remember hearing that all who are baptized into Christ Jesus are actually baptized into his death and are buried with him, therefore by baptism, into death. I remember hearing all that and being taught all that, but I guess it didn't really stick because I'd prefer it not to have to be that way. I'd rather my path be more peaceful. My journey more pleasant. I'd rather sidestep pain and agony. And be spared trial and tribulation. If I'm placing my life's order. I'll take Easter without Good Friday. New life hold the death. A crown you can keep the thorns. Victory, joy and upward mobility. With a tiny slice of suffering off to the side if necessary. But now that I'm in this tomb. Trying to prevent decomposition of some sort of life that I thought I had. Now that the music has died. And I'm trying to preserve the manuscript, the sheet music, the notes on a page. I have no choice but for God to break into my life. To intervene and to interrupt. But to see angels and hear their redirecting question. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. (laughs) Thank you. I didn't think about this. Nice pickup. You're on your toes this morning. Verse number nine. Returning from the tomb. They told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. (sighs) Told them what exactly? That in fact the music wasn't dead. Yes, it had died. And yes, it was buried. But it didn't remain dead. It was resurrected. Life, love, joy, and peace died and were buried. But on the third day, they rose. Miracles, teaching, and healings died and were buried. But on the third day, they rose. Justice, righteousness, and hope died and were buried. But on the third day, they rose. God incarnate, Jesus died and was buried. But on this, the third day, He rose from the grave. The music returned. The music plays again. It plays now. And it will play forever. And no one can stop it. So we can sing along. We can play along. Shout along. We can clap, snap, and tap along. We can dance along. We can smile, laugh and rejoice. Oh, I met someone and I asked them for some good news. And she just smiled and said, he is not here. He is risen. So I went down to the church where I'd heard the music years before And the pastor there queued up the needle on that dusty old record player. In the streets, the children screamed. The lovers cried and the poets dreamed. Everyone was singing. The church bells once again were ringing. And the three folks I admire the most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they caught the first train back from the coast. Today, the music was resurrected the day the music was reborn so hello and welcome home my friend drove our chevy to the levee and this time the levee was wet with baptismal waters and them good old boys and girls were drinking wine and eating unleavened bread saying this will be the day that i live again this will be the day that hope returns can you hear the music beloved can you hear the song my lord What a morning. My Lord. What a morning. My Lord. What a morning. When the stars began to fall. All hail the power of Jesus name. Let angels prostrate. Fall, bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. Christ the Lord is risen today. Alleluia. Christ, Christians, hasten on your way. Alleluia. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird. This is my Father's world, and to my listening ears, all creatures sing, and round me rings the music. "...of the spheres. Thine is the glory, risen conquering sun. Endless is the victory, thou o'er death has won. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see." Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, praising thee, their Son above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness. Drive the gloom of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness. Fill us with the light of day. He is not here, my friends. He is risen. Christ is risen. risen Hallelujah. Saving the sheep music. You saved the sheep music. It's resurrected. Amen.